knows? Not me. We never lost control. Your face to face with strangeness in space. Hello, Mirthlings, and welcome to part one of the two-part season finale of Strangeness in Space, sponsored by Thorley's. Gosh, <laughs> I just caught sight of my reflection in the studio glass. I'm looking gorgeous today, don't you think, Jeremy? You always look stunning, Bounty, but your hair looks particularly lovely today. It's so shiny and full of bounce, Bounty. Bouncy Bounty! Very good, Jeremy. That's me, because, you see, I use Thorley's Bounce and Shrine Shampoo. Well, it really lives up to its name, Bounty. Doesn't it? You see, Thorley's Bounce and Shrine Shampoo is infused with liquid latex tapped from rubber trees by Thor and Thorley III's 32 grandchildren. Isn't that child labour, Bounty? No. See, he calls them children, but that's just a quaint pet name for his herd of tree-tapping tapirs. Marvellous, eh? And it gives my hair a rarely bouncy bounce. It's bounce-standing, Bounty. <laughs> Thorley's Bounce and Shrine Shampoo also contains naturally sourced fish scales for that truly glistening shrine. Mmm, smells great too. I know. Like a damp wetsuit drying on the bonnet of an old camper van in a seaside car park near Rill. Oh, it complements my favourite perfume perfectly. Release your inner mermaid with Thorley's seaside seaweed scent. The eau de cologne with added, oh! Bouquet de bounty. Ha! Très bon, Jeremois. But no more French, please. We've had quite enough of that in the last episode. That's true. Thankfully, our adventurelings escaped the crazy French puppy master and returned to the ship safely with their replacement space puppy. Mm, very unpredictable, those space puppies. I hope that was a good idea. Let's hope Sophie's dad rescues them before anything bad happens. Fingers crossed, eh, listeners? Let's see how they're getting on. Interior. Spaceship. Diary room. Sophie has a message from home. This better be worth it, Sophie. We're working on a new song. Trust me, it is. I want you to listen to something. OK, but first you need to listen to our new song. Oh, no, not now. You'll love it, Sophie. You know we keep saying we really want new trainers. Well, we wrote a song about it. Yeah, it's called We Really Want New Trainers. We're sitting on entertainers. We try to be abstainers. We're truly not complainers. We really want new trainers. You'd think that we're no-brainers, but now we are campaigners. We're going to make it plainers. We really want new trainers. Until we are obtainers, you'll need to find restrainers. Or put us in containers. We really want new trainers. We really want new trainers. We really want new trainers. Hey! Sorry, but you have to listen to this now. And you, Hubble 2. If you say and you, you don't need to say Hubble 2. No, I call him Hubble 2 because he's our second Hubble, isn't he? As in number two. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sophie said number two. Oh, for goodness sake, you two are unbelievable. I know. Bono and his band have sold over 170 million records, which places them amongst the top-selling artists in history. I meant you two. Not you two. And I meant Hubble two, not Hubble two. OK, well, let's just hope Hubble two's not as much trouble to either, either, as well, also. Just listen. Message received. Sophie! Who's that? The voice you are hearing is that of Dr. Nigel Metheringham. Who's that? It's my dad! Who's that? My dad! It's my dad! Sophie's father is Dr. Nigel Metheringham. Really? You never told us that was your surname, so? I couldn't. I've never been able to pronounce it. What? Metheringham? Metheringham. Metherigel? Metheringham. Motherigel? Metheringham. Metherigimp? See? Fair dues. What does he want, anyway? Listen, and you'll find out. You've been away from us now for 15 years. Eh? We haven't been away for 15 years? Have we? Negative. And affirmative. Hey? Unstable space-time orientation sensors can result in dichotometric outcomes. Sounds painful. In Earth time, Sophie's father left this message 15 years ago. Does that mean I'm 40? Negative. You will only be 40 on returning to Earth. What? Or, if the orientation sensors are randomly diverted, you'll be 38, 23, 176, or minus 12. Minus 12? So if we ever do get home, we might be older, younger, or not even born. Oh, yeah, like we're ever going to go home. Just listen. I'm trying to find you. Just remember. End of message. Cool. Sophie's dad to the rescue. Yeah, but that was 15 years ago. Did he catch a bus? Yeah, driven by a slow Loris. Actually, Loris's aren't as slow as... Oh, stop distracting me, boys. This is a message from 15 years in the future, but it's only just reached us. I don't get it. The future and the past are intransivertible when modified in proportion to space-time orientation. Did you just make that up? Negative. The ship's malfunctioning STO sensors are adding a degree of unpredictability to the equation. But when time becomes fluid, it exists primarily in lenticular waveform. It's complicated, okay? But the important thing is... <laughs> my dad's coming to rescue us! That's cool. Yeah, except, how old is he? He was 73 the day before I met you guys. Then we got blasted into space and... I didn't even say goodbye to him. So he's 73? Plus 15 years. That makes him 89 years old. 88. That makes him 88 years old. Uh, yeah. Well... He's no spring chicken, then. A chicken of any season would be unlikely to carry out a rescue mission of this magnitude. I didn't think of how old he was. Is. Might be. That's even if he's still alive. Trev! What, you think he might have snuffed it? Simon! Although insensitive, the question is valid. Human life expectancy currently averages... Yeah, okay. Thanks, guys. I get it. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Sorry, listeners, but if Sophie's dad has kicked the bucket, then he won't be rescuing them any time soon, will he? Bit of an early spoiler for the season finale, eh, Mirthlings? On the other hand, Bounty, Sophie's dad might be alive and perfectly well. The truth is, we just don't know. Well done, Jeremy, for that timely boost of ignorant positivity. Let's get back to the action where we might just jolly well find out. Interior. Planet Earth. 
the Space and Time Investigative Natatorium and Clinic. That stink for short. Near the elevator. Whatever the risks, Professor Petit, I'll do anything to bring Sophie safely home again. Oh, goody! He's still alive. But who the jeepers is, Professor Petit? I said no more French. Perhaps if we stop interrupting, we might find out. Good point. Sorry, Mirthlings. Back to the action. There are many risks, Dr. Metheringham, and you're no spring chicken. A chicken of any season would be unlikely to undertake a rescue mission of this magnitude. Precisely. You're being ages, Professor. I can still walk upstairs, and I've never watched a single episode of Bargain Hunt. Oh, well done, you. How about a nice cup of sweet tea and a soft biscuit? You know, with a name like Nicole Petit, I expected you to be French. Well, I'm not. Although I did visit Paris once, where I did a wee in the street. Hmm. And if I am being ageist, Dr. Metheringham, it seems that you are being namist. Possibly so. But with a name like Petit, I didn't expect you to be seven feet tall. Age before beauty? Hmm. That's a hard one to call. After you, I insist. But do mind your... Head. Doors closing. Which floor do you require? Top floor, please. I thought we were going down. Isn't this the top? We're in the world's first underground skyscraper, Doctor. It's upside down. The top floor is at the bottom. Floor minus 59. We could have taken the stairs. I told you, I can still walk perfectly well. Trust me, the lift is quicker. Hold on tight, Doctor. (laughs) Like I've never been in a lift before. Going up and down. Interior. Spaceship. Fifteen years later. Or is it earlier? Don't ask me. Trying to understand this space-time lenticular wave thing's beyond me. Never liked lentils anyway. I'm sorry, Sophie. Unless I can repair the STO sensors, the chances of your father successfully rescuing you, should he still be alive, are 0.0001%. But... If you can repair them, the chances will increase, won't they? Affirmative. Yes. To 0.0002%. Yes! No. That means we're going to be stuck here forever with old Lemonhead and that freaky puppy. Oh no, what's he up to now? He's scraping his bottom along the floor. Isn't that what puppies do when they've got worms? Affirmative. He's an alien space puppy. He can't get worms. Affirmative. And indeed, his behaviour suggests the worms are about to exit. Exit? From his bottom. Affirmative. Ew! Worms are nothing to worry about. Are they, Lemon? Worms in Earth-based canines can present unpleasant health issues for human beings, but are generally not life-threatening. But what about alien space worms? Alien space worms are completely harmless. Good. While they remain inside their carrier. And if they come out? On entering an oxygen-rich carbon-based environment such as this, the results will be more dramatic. 
by more dramatic, I'm guessing you don't mean they're going to plop out and do a bit of Shakespeare. Negative. Wormio and Juliet. And Midsummer Night's Worm. Wormio Lena. Boys, shut up. Lemon, what will happen when space worms plop out of that puppy's bottom? They will increase in size and multiply at an accelerated rate. And? And their highly toxic, corrosive saliva could dissolve the entire ship. You mean we're going to get smoothie by deadly worm juice? Alternatively, they may instigate engine core meltdown, triggering a thermonuclear explosion. You mean we're going to get blown up to bits? Big time. USB. Universal serial bus. Driven by a slow loris. We have to stop those worms coming out of that puppy's bottom. Okay, quick. Someone find an alien space puppy bottom stopper. <laughs> a hail and peace butty possum spotter? Easy for Trev to say. Apologies again, listeners. Didn't mean to butt in. Ha! Butt in! Butt! But. Oh, ha! <laughs> Never mind. I just wondered if Thorley's made a... Alien space puppy bottom stopper? Yes! Good thinking, Bounty, but no, unfortunately not. Thorley's do make practical puppy poop pick-up possum pouches for when you need to pick up your puppy's poop in a practical pick-up possum pouch, but not alien space puppy bottom stoppers, I'm afraid. Never mind, just a thought. Back to the action. Too late. Look, here comes a worm. Ugh. That's disgusting. It's doubling in size. It's tripling in size. It's quadrupling in size. It's quint... It's massive. That is the mother of all worms. Worms are male and female. That is the mother and father of all worms. Interior. Floor minus 59 in the world's first underground skyscraper. Like the Shard, but in reverse. The Drash. The Drash. Drash. You get the idea. Doors opening. Fast lift. Oh, remind me to collect my stomach on the way out. Yes, and you might want to use this comb. Hmm? Oh, yes, it was a little hair-raising. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there. Better? Oh, quite dashing, actually. Um, <laughs> I love shredded wheat. Dr. Metheringham. Ah, <clears throat> yes, Dr. Metheringham. Uh, meet Dr. Nikki Ship. She's the key analyst in our feasibility study for this mission. Hello. Please, both of you, uh, just call me Nigel. Okay, Nigel. Nice hair, by the way. I love shredded weeds. Oh, same, I said that. Not a ship. Can we execute a rescue mission or not? Detailed analysis is still to be completed, but I believe we can if we intercept the correct time wave. Time wave? Time, as you know, is linear, as in the past and then the future. Let's not forget the present. Why? Is it someone's birthday? No. Shame. Anyway, my theory is that beyond the parameters of our own universe, time travels like sound in waves. Interesting. Yes, you see, our hope is that time waves, unlike linear time, are formed in loops. Loops? Time overlapping itself. Nigel, imagine time as an ocean. 
big waves and little waves. Sometimes choppy and wild with dangerous undercurrents. Other times calm and serene. And that bit when the cold water hits your doodahs. <gasps> if this mission fails, Doctor, cold doodahs will be the least of your problems. If you think I'm too old for this, we'll send someone else. But we can't send anyone else. Oh, really? You are your daughter's only hope. And why is that? Your daughter is last beyond the known boundaries of our universe. In an expanse of dark matter. And as you know, we know very little about dark matter. So, all you know is that we know very little. Actually, we know even littler than that. Oh. But we believe your paternal DNA will find its match, no matter what the matter. So... It really matters whose matter you send. <laughs> exactly. Matter matters. And it matters who enters the matter. Yes. So, if we can get you onto a time wave in the same time tide as Sophie's spaceship... Your DNA helices should act like biomagnets, drawing you together. And if that doesn't work... You'll drown in a sea of time. And never see Sophie again. I see. And when do you expect the optimum time wave to arrive? In four minutes. Then, there's no time to waste. I must get my affairs in order quickly. You saucy rascal, Doctor. How many affairs have you had? Goodness gracious gosh, listeners. That was all a bit heavy. <laughs> I'm glad they ended on a cheeky gag. Of sorts. Actually, Bounty, I thought they did a pretty good job of explaining the science in simple terms. <laughs> Sophie's dad's going to surf through space until he bumps into her and saves the day. Or he'll miss her completely and whiz off into the darkness and die. How's that for simple? Bravo, Bounty. In the meantime, I wonder how Sophie and the others are getting on with those deadly space worms. Interior. Spaceship. Where's a vet when you need one? Or a pest controller? Or just a massive worm gun? There's another one. They're all over the ship. Worm juice is dissolving the floor and the ceiling. Watch out, Sophie! It's like alien. Yeah, but without the copyright issues. Lemon, is there something we can do to stop the worms? Lemon? Negative. I'm sorry, Sophie. Interior. Earth. Time wave chamber. You might think a time wave chamber sounds like fun, but actually, it's a bit like zorbing and suffocating at the same time. Which is a bit like zorbing, to be fair. I prefer a bouncy castle. I, I can't stand up. Oh, I, I can't breathe. There's no floor. No ceiling. Nothing to hold on to. Just relax. Don't fight it. Yeah, you take your time. You let time take you. What's happening? The chamber has reached optimum circumvolution. Woohoo! I'm too old to be circumvolutionized. It's too late, Doctor. The time wave is approaching. Time wave ETA in five seconds. Five seconds? Oh, surf's up, dude. I'm a doctor, not a dude. I don't do, dude. Tell, tell me what to do. Step onto the wave board in front of you and ride that wave, baby! And what does a time wave look like? Like nothing! Yeah, don't look at it, you feel it! <laughs> time wave engaged. Sophie!
spaceship. All seems quiet, but that's just the calm before the storm. You mark my worms. I mean, words. They've disappeared. No more worms. Yay, where'd they go? The worms have entered the ventilation ducts. Really? And when did you start calling Sophie ducks? Not ducks, ducts. The worms are multiplying inside the ship's life support system. Well, at least they're not here juicing everything. True. They'll just destroy the venting channels, which will terminate our oxygen supply. Affirmative. Which will destabilise the hydrogen generators and expose the engine core to volatile contaminants. And then? And then the ship will explode. And then? What do you mean, and then? If the ship explodes, that's it. Goodbye everything. The end! I just wanted to be clear. Any news on your dad coming to rescue us, by the way? Sophie! Dad! He's not dead! It would appear that I have fixed the temporal messaging network. Lemon, you're a beauty! Mwah! Oh, I'll get back to fixing the STO sensors. Dad, can you hear me? Where are you? Sophie, I'm in deep space! Surfing on a time wave! Cool! Not bad for 88! He's the original Silver Surfer. Dad, there's trouble here. We haven't got long. Hold on, Sophie! I'm coming to get you! Everything's going to be alright. I'm growing younger by the second. I feel great! Time surfing is awesome! Dude! Dad, how will you find us? Sophie, listen. This is important. Very important. When the time wave reaches you, you must be ready. As I get closer, our DNA will biomagnetically start to draw us together, but we'll only fully intercept if... Dad? Dad? If what? Lemon, what happened? All systems indicate serious malfunction. It's the worms. But I don't know what I have to do to intercept Dad. Lemon, you've got to fix this. Lemon? Lemon? You heard Sophie. Fix it. I'm sorry, Simon. I'm afraid I can't do that. Lemon, please. I'm sorry, Sophie. What's the matter with him? Lemon, what's up? Why can't you fix it? I'm sorry. It's not that I don't want to fix it. I, I, I can't fix it. Maybe one day in time. How about fixing yourself now? He can't. His operating system is driven by the ship's mainframe. Worm juice is dissolving the central power unit. Can't we just plug him into something else? Negative. Once we lose the central power unit, we lose Lemon. Okay. The good news is... There isn't any good news, is there? No. Oh dear. Sorry to interrupt at a crucial moment again, listeners. But things have gone rather pear-shaped, haven't they? Perhaps I should say lemon-shaped. Ha! They're dissolving in worm juice, but all out of lemon juice. I do hope they have a little balsamic tucked away somewhere, or it'll turn into a culinary Armageddon. Poor Lemon. He seems to have... (laughs) lost his zest. (laughs) I I, I do hope he perks up. Me too. We all love Lemon. But he is only a computer robot, remember? It's Sophie I feel really sorry for. She could lose her dad forever! Exterior. Space. Time wave surfing. I went out with a surfer once, but I soon got bored. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. It gets quite lonely doing this job, you know? Sophie, I'm close now. I can feel it. It's like every cell in my body is pulling me towards you. Sophie, can you hear me? You need to be ready. Sophie! Lemon, there must be something we can do. Can you recharge the auxiliary backup? I'm sorry, Sophie. You need to bypass all subsidiary functions to preserve your power. Forgive me. Lemon, do something! Do forgive me, don't you? So... So, it's no use. So, so, give me your answer, do. I'm all crazy, trapped here in space with you. I know that song. It's like that film, 2001. Yeah, but without the copyright issues. It won't be a happy ending. Looks like I'm beyond mending. Let's hope you're safe when a big time wave and your dad show up out of the blue. Oh, Lemon, don't leave us. How come he gets to sing a song and we don't? It's drama, Trev. We're witnessing the tragic demise of a main character. You can't just launch into some cheesy synth pop. Oi, we're pink custard. Not pink cheese. Maybe you'll get to do a proper song in part two. I'm not sure there'll be a part two. This feels like the end to me. That's the idea. Drama. Remember? Can we continue before you completely ruin the mood? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Exterior. Somewhere in space. Sophie's dad still surfing. I'm imagining him wearing some kind of space wetsuit. That would be cool. Unlike a wet spacesuit, which would just be kind of... Sophie! Sophie. I can feel you close now. Have you then reached? Sophie! Can you hear me? You must be prepared! Whether you love me or love me not... Sometimes it's hard to be telling But I'm longing for you to share your lot With beautiful metallic lemon Can you feel it? I know you're there. Reach out now. You must do as I told you. Now, Sophie, now. Please do as I told you. Now. Lemon, he's here. I can feel it. He's so close. What do I do? How do I reach him? Dad, I'm here. When the sky is dark, we'll all regret this grimmest of all ends. There are bright lights in the dazzling eyes of all of our mirthing friends. 
Sophie, I can't hold on much longer. You have to reach out to me now. Dad, stay there. Please. I'll find you. Trev, Simon, help me! What do you expect us to do? You lost us with dichotometric outcomes back in scene three. I can't hold on. The tie is too strong. I've been swept out into space. Sophie! been listening to part one of our season finale starring sophie aldridge trevor neal and simon hickson with david allen as jeremy katie brand as professor nicole petit barnaby edwards as lemon doom mckeekan as bounty flightingale sarah madigan as maddie sylvester mccoy as nigel metheringham and sally phillips as dr nikki ship it's produced by me claire eden with soundscape by dave polzer and thanks to jim armstrong soho studios blair mckeekan and marcus J for recording it Strangeness in Space is entirely crowdfunded by its Merlin audience. People like me, Jane Staniford. If you enjoy the series too, please visit us at www.strangenessinspace.com and see if any of their perks tempt you. Even a few coins from the back of your sofa will help. And here are the Merlins who brought their name in space perk. Eliza and Billy Douglas. Timothy and Lottie Riggs. Waltz Wizard, Marjorie Milner. Chris King. Kim and Kirsty Pawley. Mark Who 42. Jodie Harkavy. Keith Roberts. Miranda and Flo. The Critzellis family. James Grizel Jones. Michael Hudson. Mike Shima. Jack and Isabella Cousins. Joshua S. Johnson. Adam J. Purcell. Ian Wheeler. S. R. P. Rick Rubio. Neil Burton Steph Wyatt Bernard Brannigan Paul Howard P. Funk 